Welcome back to Vertigo, a House of Bob Lancer campaign set in the distant Long Rim. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Rusk Tilson, call sign Vestige, the over the hill super soldier. I'm Sean, and I'm playing Petrocles, call sign Exodus, the adolescent war priest of Ares. This is Alex. I'll be playing Matt Rioska, call sign PCB, the ever loyal union loving droid. Hi, I'm Schubert. I'll be playing Val, call sign Valkyrie, a techno Viking monster hunter. And I'm Jake, your game master. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, stop by our Patreon, or tell your friends about us. Roll on. Last episode, Vertigo Squad had battled their way through a pack of raider mechs on the landing dock of the old SECOM mining base, where you hope to recover Union Administrator Vic Rickards and his attache Septima 7G from the grasp of this criminal element. A few of the mechs had escaped into the base, but before you could enter the base itself, two strange things happened. First, there was a freshly printed bombard that appeared on the field, but quickly malfunctioned. Val was able to determine that the mech systems had been overridden, and it was being controlled remotely somehow. The pilot ejected and is currently scrambling across the rocky surface away from you. Secondly, you caught a glimpse of the scout mech that escaped into the base, being attacked by an unknown entity. It appeared as a swarm of writhing mechanical tentacles that pulled the scout deeper into the station. Just to be clear, the encounter is over now, so you do have the opportunity to take some time to repair and resupply before continuing on, uh, or just charge right in, whatever works for you. Val is definitely ready to charge right in. Matt is not ready. Hold on, Valkyrie. <laughs> All right, ho- ho- hold up, Val. Just give it a sec. We need to take our time here. We're walking into something I've never seen before in my entire life. That looked really freaky. Uh, well, you haven't been alive for very long. You don't know that? <laughs> I do need to do some repairs and stuff, but I do have an ability that I think is going to come in handy for this, is I have a personal drone that's like a flying surveillance drone mm-hmm. named Biddy Matt. Oh. I think considering this fucked up shit we just saw with this like robo tentacle monster, maybe we send in Biddy Matt first to see what's up so we don't uh, risk getting our asses tentacled. Just going to put that out there. That seems like a pretty good idea. We'll go through the uh, repair, the short rest action here in a moment. While you guys are doing that, you can send in your, uh, what was it, Biddy Matt to go do some surveillance? Now, Biddy Matt is one of Matt's abilities. It's not an ability that my mech has. Yeah. So do I have to like jump out of my mech in order to send Biddy Matt out? Or how does that work? I don't think so. You probably just have a little hatch that he pops out of. Oh, okay. It's, it's a mech that comes out of you? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's like a doggy door, sort of, in your mouth, yeah. <laughs> where he goes through. So I just popped up the cheat sheet here for a short rest or a sh- quick repair is what it's called. First of all, you get to clear all your heat, get to clear any statuses and conditions. And if your pilot had taken any damage, you would get to heal half health. And then you have a repair cap is one of the stats that you have. It's kind of between four and six for most of you guys. And it will let you restore your hit points repair destroyed weapons or systems, restore structure or stress, which none of you took any, or even repair a destroyed mech with four repairs. So that's just a resource that you can spend. You have it per mission, right? So Does that replenish our core ability as well? No. Oh, so that's just gone. Core is once a mission, yeah. Okay. Question, Jake. It says that I can repair full HP or a system. In repairing a system, like my automats, do I have to spend a repair like per mat, 
per auto mat per turret or repairing a system is a little different that's if it got damaged like as a critical hit okay some of your systems could be damaged what you're trying to use is grease monkey uh, grease monkey so yeah it's two repairs to replenish one use of all limited weapons and systems yeah you would have to spend two repairs but then you get one use of each limited system back. So you'd get one drone back and one ammo case back. Okay, well, I'm going to get both my ammo cases back. And so I'll have to spend four repairs for that. I'll do it. I'll spend four of my five repairs. I guess I had an extra repair, so (laughs) that's four of my six repairs. Yeah, the reserve gives you two extra repairs, actually. Oh, okay, thank God for that. I had some burn on me. Do we need to resolve that? No, that'd go away as part of the repair here. Okay. All right, how much of my HP do I get back? So you can spend one repair to restore your HP to full. Okay, I'm going to do that as well. I'll bring me down to two. And do you need to spend a repair to get that heat back, or that's automatic? No, nope, that's just part of the repair. Sweet. So I just need to spend one repair to get that HP back to full. Yep. Sweet. Do you guys have repaired, and everybody's good? Yeah, I'm good. Yep, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Val reluctantly patches herself up okay what's the plan matt pipes up over comms and says before we head in i should survey the danger ahead wow you're so right matt thank you yeah it's good good thinking matt thank you you're welcome yeah this tiny little drone you know like in modern times those little quadrocopter drones Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's got a tiny little map hanging off of it like it's a little hang glider. Adorable. <laughs> um, yeah. It's Biddy Matt. And so yeah. Biddy Matt heads up and... I like that he's hanging from it instead of like sitting on top of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Clutching for dear life. His arms are getting tired. <laughs> it's actually just built in. It's just what he looks like. Yeah. I hope Nintendo makes a game out of this because this sounds great. <laughs> oh, so many peripherals they could sell. Yeah. <laughs> so he's fairly noisy, but he can fly about half a mile and he has good maneuverability. Um, and Perfect. he can relay audio and visual as he goes. Sounds good. So, yeah, you send off a little drone, starts, I guess, loudly zooming towards the entrance to the base there. Yeah. So, yeah, it passes through the doors and inside is a very wide hallway, metallic floors and walls. And it's fairly dark in here. Only about half the lights are seem to actually be functioning and they flicker on and off. Uh, but your little Matt's probably got a night vision camera, so that's fine. Yeah, he's got dark vision. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, so, so everything's gray and dark. And there are conveyor belts built into the ground. And you see a lot of equipment for mining and moving heavy payloads and that kind of thing. And as the drone flies through the hallway, every so often you see one of these machines kind of acting strangely in a similar way to the Bombard was acting strangely outside. There's an automated crane on one of the walls that actually kind of follows the drone for a bit, but then very suddenly spins out of control and crashes to the ground from the momentum. And then you see a, a forklift banging up against the wall over and over, and conveyor belts start and stop and stutter at random. Occasionally the PA system turns on, but you only hear static and strange electrical noises like an ancient Omninet hook dialing up. That doesn't sound good. All right. Do we know that Cascade is a thing? You know that AIs would need to be kind of cycled or reformatted, you know, factory reset every once in a while. Otherwise, they start to go a little off. Just like we would, you know, defrag a computer, that kind of thing. Go off or go right? <laughs> Am I right, Matt? I guess depends who's asking. Yeah. Depends on your perspective, I suppose, yeah. Sounds like something's wrong with the facility's AI. Oh, no. I'm not good with the hacking stuff. 
I don't know if I should go in there. I know synthetic corruption when I see it. I don't have any moral qualms about destroying machines. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. That might be what we have to do. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's totally fine. Maybe we could just talk to the AI first. You know, try that. Did you get hit on the head, Valkyrie? Do you know anything about <laughs> Spari uh, culture? Barely. We happen to have a certain reverence for AIs and computers, so I don't want to just go busting it apart if we don't have to. I happen to know that computers tend to be quite amicable when you are nice to them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what Matt said. Matt, do you know this AI? Are you like friends? <laughs> Wow, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> they don't all know each other, Rusk. They, they could. They have, they're all like connected and stuff. We could, but we don't. They're not allowed to be connected. That's, that's the whole point, man. Oh. I understand what you guys are saying. And, and PCB, obviously, I respect you and I appreciate you as part of the team. But where I come from, when a dog gets rabies, you have to put it down. Where I come from, you should sit down and listen and learn. <laughs> I got told, I guess. I think he told you to shut up. <laughs> did, did we see the like tentacle monster on the feed from Biddy Map? The weird no. mech tentacle monster? You don't see that, but you see the hallway where it would have went down. Okay. At the very end of this main hallway, there's a kind of a T intersection where you saw the scout get pulled away. And the conveyor belts and the cranes continue down both of those large branches. The drone picks up some markings on the wall that indicate that the left branch leads to production and the right branch to refining. The drone also spotted there's a small hallway that branches off of the main hallway as well. But this is just like a human-sized hallway. Your mechs wouldn't fit in it. And it also has signs that say, you know, security, power generation, computer hubs, offices, that kind of thing. And the last thing you see is right beside that hallway is one of the uh, assaults that escaped earlier, and it's just been abandoned there. The cockpit's opened, and there's... Oh, so there's no one in it. No one in it, yeah. They probably ran down that hall. That's good to know. Hmm. Can we access that assault? How, how badly was it damaged in combat? I think our mechs are probably better than that one, though. <laughs> well, uh, I could, <laughs> if I wanted to, I could pilot maybe that mech at the same time as using my... Um, right, normal Matt could pilot the mech well... Big Matt. While Lil Matt pilots Big Matt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it took a few hits. It got a little beat up. I can't remember from what, but you guys did a little damage. However, it would have some kind of encryption or you know password or something. Not to say it's impossible, but you'd have to probably override some security protocols and that kind of thing. Could I put my NHP in it? Assuming we could override the protocol? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Assuming you could get it in there, yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds like we should head in and check out that assault. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. I was ready like hours ago. Let's go. As I'm walking down the hallway, dear Aries, I don't like the way PCB talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> Make him see the error of his ways. And <laughs> you guys need like a team counselor or something. <laughs> My God. So yes, you have come in kind of the south entrance of this large hallway that leads to the docks you just came from. You see the small branch to the right which is where the uh, assault was parked. And then you see the big T intersection at the end of this hallway, which is where the scout got dragged away from. Mm. And so where did Biddy Matt go exploring then? Would Biddy Matt have revealed the map for us? Not the whole map. You've sent him about this far so far, yeah. Oh, okay. You want him to do a full recon run? Come on, man. I, I mean, kind of. Let's. <laughs> let's <laughs> um, this is a rescue mission. <laughs> All right. 
Time is of the essence. They always say put your own mask on first, so... <laughs> Patrocles wants to go down that human-sized hallway, so he's going to park right hand of Ares, kind of right in front of the hall, because it's big enough. I'm hoping I can kind of block other mechs or other people. They'd have to get past right hand of Ares to get in. Sure. He'll jump out with his rifle and his sword in hand. You guys doing it in there? All right, I guess we're going on foot. Yeah, Matt's going to join him. Then Matt's going to leave Lil Matt, his NHP, in Big Matt. And is going to send Big Matt up north to the T-intersection to keep watch. Okay, sounds good. Should we leave one more person behind just in case Big Matt gets in trouble? Or should we all go? Uh, Let's all go. All right. Yeah, Big Matt would be able to send you a message or something if something shows up. So Yeah, Big Big Matt's got to protect our mechs, so... And when he parks there, does he see the end of those T's? Yeah. There isn't too much of note down the left hallway. It just turns around the corner there. This hallway, same thing, but you do see one thing of note right in the corner there before the hallway turns down. You see another one of the assault chassis there, Hmm. kind of slumped up against the wall. Also without a pilot? It's a little too far away to get any details of it from here. Could I send Diddy Matt to take a look? Yeah. I'd like to send Biddy Matt to take a look. So he fucking hang glides over. Yeah, it looks like one of the assault class chassis that you had encountered outside. It is slumped up against the wall. Biddy Matt picks up that the floor and the wall around him are just covered in like slashes and cuts and scorch marks. And additionally, the cockpit of the mech has been violently torn open, leaving jagged sheets of metal. That seems like bad news. Oh, oh dear. Why do you think they abandoned their mechs, though? That one doesn't look abandoned. That one was, like, torn out. But what about the first one? Why would they Why would they leave? I mean, your mech is the safest place you can be if something well, like that. Well, when you look at that, it makes me feel not very safe. Presumably, they went down the hallway. Maybe it targets, like, mechs or something. Makes me want to stay inside Hills Finney and get the fuck away from here. But <laughs> let's just get in here and uh, rescue these guys as quickly as possible. Uh, So yeah, we'll go down the human hallway. Yeah, it's a human-sized hallway. All the doors here are marked, so it's no big surprise what any of this is. You see there's a living quarters, an office, a security room, a computer hub, and a power generating room. They all have metal sliding doors and a little control panel beside to open the doors. Otherwise, you don't see much of note in the hallway. So uh, standing operating procedure, we should clear each door as we go by. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's start with the uh, living quarters. You approach the door, the uh, living quarters, and touch the little control panel on the side. The door starts to open and then very suddenly jams and you hear a metallic whine as the servos try to pull the door farther but can't. You can peek in the gap of the open door and you see that the roof of this room has collapsed. And you see just a a mound of rock and uh, machinery and pipe and metal. Clear. (laughs) Check the offices next then. The offices. The door opens successfully. You see inside kind of a workroom. There's four or five desks in here with computer equipment at them. There's some shelving units with storage drives and a server rack and that kind of thing. Can we scavenge for anything like uh, repairs or other gear? There's probably nothing in here that would be like mech-sized, right? I mean, there are the computers here if you know anything about computers. But yeah, I mean, it's just kind of an office room. Okay. PCB, maybe you could pull off any recent communications about what's been going on? Yeah, can I pull off any recent communications about what's been <laughs> going on? Can I do that? Try. Okay. 
these computers are ancient and dusty and obviously haven't been turned on in a while. So, you know, there's a moment of uncertainty when you hit the power switch and there's a click and a whir and then it powers up. You see a very old fashioned interface that's unfamiliar to you at first, but you're Pretty good with computers thinking for it out. Would I be familiar with this? I'm old school. (laughs) (laughs) It might be actually be more familiar to you, yeah. Oh. It would be from your era, I suppose, but whether you were good with computers or not, I don't know. I mean, I had to do some paperwork from time to time. (laughs) You know, every time you kill a person, you have to write it down. Mm, True. (laughs) The first (laughs) obstacle is one that we all face, is that it requires a password. (gasps) All right, I know how to do this. All right, we start with 0001. <laughs> Enter. Hmm. It beeps at you. Incorrect password. All right, here we go. Zero, zero, zero. Two tries two. remaining. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I have a plus two to hack or fix. Can I, like, that's a much plug better route? Yeah. To one of the ports? <laughs> We're going to be here a really long time if Dan is trying every combination. No, no, no. I feel good about I, this next one. <laughs> zero, zero. <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> You're going to get us locked down, old timer. Yeah, yeah, all right. I feel like Matt has like completely lost his patience already. Like the last episode, he was so subservient and everything. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, get out of the way. <laughs> I'm sensing some real sass from Matt. These guys have said some mean shit about robots. It's, it's true. true. <laughs> I know. Might be time for Matt to get cycled. I don't know. I was thinking that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm saying. No, yeah. I'm still obedient for the union. <laughs> when, when Matt approaches the computer, I just kind of like give him a once over and see if there's any like buttons on the back or something. <laughs> does he have any? Does he have any like evil robot? Nano computers controlling him. Not visible to the naked no, eye. No, he doesn't have a goatee, so he's fine. No. Okay. <laughs> That's how we'll tell. Matt, set sass to one. <laughs> <laughs> or zero, because he's probably working in binary. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, you caused a stack overflow. <laughs> Got around the other side. <laughs> Uh, all the programmers who listen to this podcast are going to be so excited about this one (laughs) or they're going to hate us i don't know i don't know if anything we said was right there send us your hate mail yep house of ball podcast at gmail.com yes matt if you would like to hack this system wide open yes i would skill check d20 plus you're getting two from hack or fix go for it that's a seven seven. (laughs) it's a really old computer Again, we should have asked uh, if anybody wanted to assist you first before we saw the like results of the roll. But is there anybody who reasonably could assist in this situation? Val doesn't know much about how computers work, but she's very fascinated. And I mean, this would be the equivalent of, you know, someone massaging bunk as he's hacking. But <laughs> Val is very respectful of computers, so I would accept the help. I was just kind of going to be like, Matt, this is, this is your thing, man. You can do this. I believe in you. You've got this. Thank you. For the union. I appreciate the vote of confidence for the union. Is there maybe some kind of like tech ritual that you do that, you know, you put oh. some special oils on it or something? Motor oil. <laughs> oh, well. You annoying to the computer? Yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you asked. You pour a Slurpee over the motherboard? Mario <laughs> can. Yeah, Val gets out some Mountain Dew. No, um... 
code red. Like <laughs> she, she's like a Hank Hill with some WD forty on her belt, and um, <laughs> I feel like that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay, not- yes, WD forty. Val gets out the WD forty and just kind of like sprays it into the air, so everyone can just get a get a smell we, of that. We walk through it. Yeah, <sighs> this this is like the um, the equivalent of the like the incense kind of being wafted by the mm. by the bishops. Definitely, yeah. Val is just nice. lofting out that WD-40. Just <laughs> get some in your joints. Yeah, Matt breathes it in and he feels centered. The maintenance of machines would have been important to Aspari, so you probably know a bit of that, I imagine, and some religious ritual to it. So, cool. Sounds good. So your assist would give Matt a accuracy, which is a add a D6. So you can roll a D6 and get three or more. Five. So that brings me up to a 12. Yes. So that is a success. Nice. I knew you could do it. <laughs> so you uh, managed to bypass the password requirement there and get into the system proper. It seems like manufacturing software that's on here, right? So it's got logs and manifests and production schedules and labor schedules and things like that. Is there something in particular you're looking for? I think A, I mean, I guess if there was any records of Vic Richards, but I guess if these are really old and dusty, they probably wouldn't be. So I guess I'm probably looking for... I don't know, information about like what controls the machinery in this facility. It looks like a lot of it is malfunctioning. So maybe we can figure out where like the central control is or some information on the manufacturer or who might have admin access or something like that. Sure. You start poking around a little bit and you start getting a little information about what this facility did from your guys's information and the limited information that Union had about this place. You understood it to be basically just a mining base. Hmm. But you start to see that there's quite a lot of production that happened here as well. And in particular, it looks like it might have been a weapons factory. You know, a hidden SETCOM weapons factory. Oh, what kind of weapons were they manufacturing? It would have been like mechs and mech weapons. So. Okay. We're in third com now, so SETCOM was the generation before. The fascists. Yes, yeah. Okay. So yeah, ages ago, they had a secret hidden armory here that they probably shouldn't have had and got abandoned. Here it is continuing your search here looking for you know maybe some more information about like you said who's in charge here or admin and that kind of thing and very suddenly the screen turns black and some uh, text begins to appear on the screen the text reads it's not ready i don't want to show you until it's finished when it's ready you will know is the computer talking to me or am i reading someone's email this is text that has appeared on the screen seemingly independent of whatever action you were doing. Interpret it as you will. Can you read that to us again? It's not ready. I don't want to show you until it's finished. When it's ready, you will know. Where is the foreman? Something is wrong. I need to speak with him. I haven't seen him in so long. That's fucked. Matt talks to the computer and says, You can speak with me. I'll speak with the foreman. There is a spark from the tower of this computer and a puff of smoke, and it burns out, and the monitor turns off. Okay, Matt pulls his uh, plug out of the computer quickly. Yep. What the hell, Matt? I thought you were good with computers. Seems like that one didn't like you very much, Matt. I was led to believe you were all friends. <laughs> uh, that's that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Petroclase has learned and Matt glares at Russ and says nothing. Part, partially because he's mad, but also because he's like really shocked about what's going on. Looks like we need to find the foreman. Do we continue? 
Yeah, maybe maybe we check out security, see if we can see something on the on the monitors. Yeah. That seems like our next stop. Okay. You head towards security. You actually see from here that the door to the computer hub is slightly ajar. <gasps> and you can hear some voices from within. All right. I hold up my hand in like a fist to like cease movement. You hear uh try zero 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 two. <laughs> this guy gets okay it. how about zero 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 three patrick please burst in through the door and is like that won't work <laughs> you'll run out of chances you're so close you fools <laughs> he's got a gun trained on them yeah i have my gun trained you bust into the room and you see two um figures here you get the kind of spacer raider vibe from them. They have kind of patchwork outfits and rough demeanors. And they were both huddled around a computer at the end of the room. The rest of the room is just wall-to-wall server racks and communication equipment and things of that nature. They turn with a shock. One of them goes to uh, you know a pistol that is at his <laughs> side, sees, <laughs> you guys, sees that you guys have the jump on him, yeah, and instead raises his hands. One wrong move, and I'm painting the wall behind you. <sighs> Throw your guns across the floor. I mean, slide. Slide your guns <laughs> slowly across the floor. No fast movements. I'll just go get them. And I walk over. I will attempt to disarm them. You walk over and get a little closer look at the one that went for his pistol. And you see kind of a slightly older looking man. Very angular features and pronounced chin and sunken eyes. Lots of wrinkles and scars. He obviously looks like he's been around the block. And a surprising grin at the fact that you have seemed to have caught him red-handed here. And he obliges, drops the pistol on the ground and kind of kicks it a little bit towards you. And you pick it up and uh, step back. And he waits. All right. All right. Val is swinging her uh, axe around. And <laughs> she's just like, you guys seem really, really smart. So we just want to ask you some questions about who you work for, why you're here, that sort of thing. More info you give us, the faster you give us, you know. The more limbs you get to keep. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Val just nods. Dialed up pretty fast. <laughs> if you miss it, he's threatening you. <laughs> he takes a, a look over you guys, kind of notices the union uniforms and outfits and equipment. And he says, tell you what, let's just make this quick. You splatter my Christ forsaken body across the back of this Buddha forsaken station and we can all be on our way. Huh? Uh, I don't think you would be on your way. I can return to the stars. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Turn me into stardust. You guys be on your merry way. And we don't have to do any of this. Uh, <laughs> looks to the other guy and is like, do you have a death wish too? <laughs> or do you want to tell us some stuff? The other guy is sheet white. <laughs> Does not seem to be as quite on board with this response as the first <laughs> individual was. The second individual nods. He's like, yeah, okay. I think he's a little too uh, shocked to respond vocally. But yeah, he, he nods at you acceptingly. I have an idea. Yeah, Val still with axe in hand, is like, all right, buddy, you you wanted to get uh, one with the stars? Maybe uh, Matt and I can help you out with that. Matt, do you want to join me in the other room with this guy? And you guys can uh, talk to this guy alone? 
Yeah, Matt says, that sounds like a plan, and brings out his extra arms from his little backpack and sort of menacingly, I don't know, Dr. Octagon's <laughs> around or something. Yeah. Dr. Octagon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'd been working on my painting skills. And we'll just uh, <laughs> head over to the offices or one, one of the rooms we've already checked out. Yeah, we kind of kick the guy around and he stumbles a bit on his way down the hallway. And so, sorry, the one that uh, has been mouthing off at you for ease of conversation, you, his name is Dibs. And you, you're taking Dib to the other room to uh, have a chat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have a chat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would be good if maybe you uh, cut to you guys, like having a chat with the other guy first, and then we can cut back to Dibs, maybe. Sure. <laughs> I think would be fun. Or what's left of him. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> There's just screaming in the background <laughs> yeah. as we're doing yeah, our... You guys are just yelling like maniacally. You you can hear in the distance. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So what are you guys doing here? All you space raiders. What do you think you're going to get out of this place? Well, why don't we do a uh, some kind of... I'm happy to threaten him. Yeah, threaten, roll, or intimidate, or diplomacy, or whatever you like. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an accuracy because okay. you guys had the jump on him and he's on the back foot. But mm -hmm. 17 on the die and plus two. Nice. He's, he's a 12-year-old with a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> and an itchy trigger finger. Yeah. Be like, Tell me everything you know. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing in Union these days? <laughs> Words just begin to spill out of his mouth. And he says that... They got hired on for this job by a Horizon Collective. They wanted to to grab Septima, grab a, a Union NHP. Uh, I don't know what they were doing with it here, but they, they wanted the Union NHP to do something at the base here. She was supposed to be doing something here on base? That's all they told me, yeah. I promise, that's all they told me. Are there Horizon agents on the facility? He not. What are their forces like? How many do they have? He says there was probably another uh, four units from the Horizon Collective here. That he knows that are still alive anyway. And uh, what do you know about this weird tentacle thing that we, we spotted before we walked in? I don't think he actually saw it. So he looks confused and says, I don't, I don't know. What are you talking about? I mean, like, didn't you see that mech was like torn apart down the hallway? Doesn't sound like he got that far down. Uh, they went into kind of the side hallway here, right? And that chassis was around the corner of the production room there. So you have no idea that something's awry. I know something's awry. That's why we're trying to get the control of the station back. But no, I hadn't seen no tentacle monster. All right. Okay. Anything else? I mean, that's some pretty solid information. If they were hired to kidnap the NHP during the negotiations, they can't be up to anything good. She's going to have all sorts of security clearance. They could be able to abuse to do whatever they want. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's zip tie this guy and go meet up with the other two. While you guys are talking, you just hear loud banging sounds from the other room. <laughs> well, let's check in on the other room if there's any... How many people are in this room still? PCB, Val, and uh, Dibs. <laughs> Is that your way of asking if you killed him already? <laughs> how many pieces are these people? Here was my idea for the scene, and Jake, you tell me if this is too silly. Yeah. <laughs> PCB would be just like slamming his fists into the wall, trying to make as much loud, chaotic noise just to potentially intimidate the other guy. While Val is like <laughs> patting the guy on the back. Man, we can talk about this. It's okay. 
She's like trying to be his counselor. You have so much to live for. And she's like, tell me your story, man. Like, where are you from? Good cop, bad cop at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Until they observe us, we're both good cop and bad cop. (laughs) Yeah. Schrodinger's cop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. Sounds good. Do you want to make a roll? I believe you even have the charm skill. I do. Yeah. Try to make this guy a little more receptive to you. Would Matt be aiding me by punching the wall in the background? <laughs> it seems like the opposite of a, like aiding a charm. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> if you were trying to intimidate, I'd say yes. But yeah, He's getting mixed signals here. <laughs> yeah, if anything, he was <laughs> aiding the other guys. <laughs> if the charm doesn't work, then we'll... Right, we'll see, we'll see what happens then. So I rolled 16, and I Thanks. got plus two charm. Plenty. Obviously, his initial disposition towards you was a little hostile. <laughs> yeah. He started to uh, calm down a little bit. He's crossed his arms. He still looks pretty impatient at this situation, but he is at least receptive to your uh, conversation now. And he says, what do you want? Val asks him his name and tries to get to know him a little and where he's from. And like, why, why are you in this position where you're so ready to die, man? He says, uh, dibs. And I, I came out to the long room to avoid you union pricks, but you seem to follow me everywhere I go. Now this mission went sideways and ended up kidnapping a union administrator. They're not going to let me walk after that. They're going to shove a liberator team so far up my ass, I'll be shooting democracy out of my eyes. So this guy's a nihilist Buddhist anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> He's complicated. Dibs, man. I, I hear you, man. Like, uh, just between you and me, don't, don't tell the uh, robot guy over there in the in the corner, but I'm not actually the biggest fan of the union myself, man. It's got its issues, so I, I get it, dude. But honestly, your buddy back there in the bombard, I mean, I took out his mech, but I let him go. I don't know where he's at now. I hope he's I hope he's safe, and that's that's what we plan to do here. So, you know, you're safe from us, man. You don't have to worry about us. What we're here for is to rescue some people. That's all we want to do. So maybe you tell us where they are. We could go find them. And then we let you guys leave. And we all go on our merry way. And we never say anything about how we found you guys here. He says, look, I'm not sure I know anything anymore. We've lost total control of the station. Mechs are going wild. And I don't know what's happening at that point. I know they were taking Septima to the armory to talk to the base's AI. That seems like a lead. To summarize your conversation with the two uh, gentlemen here, they were mercenaries that were hired by the Horizon Collective to help on this job. Sounds like they weren't kind of totally filled in on all the details of the job beforehand and ended up getting a bit caught up in it. But their mission ended up being to kidnap Septima 7G, who is the NHP attache, attache, excuse me, for... uh, the administrator. Right. And they were bringing Septima to this base in order to have her interface with the station's AI or NHP. And can you refresh us on Horizon Collective? You have heard the term Horizon, the old lady running the apothecary repair shop uh, on Sigil 1 Rotunda. Oh, that nice lady. Yeah, the nice lady yelled at Matt, said that if he wanted to find the truth and to be free, that he should seek out the Horizon Collective. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yes. Cool. Rusk would know a little bit of Horizon Collective. Like in Union proper, they are a recognized political party that lobbies for NHP rights. Out here on the rim, though, they're closer to violent activists. Or, well, 
they don't hold back out here, I suppose. So sorry, did Dibs mention the Horizon Collective then? Yeah, he said he was hired by Horizon for this job. Okay, when he says that, it's kind of hard to see like a, a droid's eyes perk up, but they get brighter. I imagine he stops punching all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's paying attention. <laughs> His head just swivels around as a full like mm-hmm. 180. Yeah, Matt looks at <laughs> Dibs and asks, where can we find this Horizon Collective? He gives a, a big exasperated shrug. And says, I don't know, I told... again, but louder. (laughs) Where can we find this Horizon Collective? He says he can give you a name of the person who got in touch with him for this job. He gives you some contact information, says, probably stop by Sigil 1 Rotunda, so you can meet him there. Great. Thank you. I appreciate your cooperation for the union. (laughs) Now, what were you guys up to when when we came in here? You were trying to get into that computer? Yeah, we're trying to take back control of the base. Ah, from... If you didn't notice, things have gone a little haywire here. Right. All right, well, thank you for your uh, for your cooperation, Dibs. We really appreciate it. And just sit tight here for a second. We'll be right back. Yeah, shove your cooperation up your butt. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> can I have my pistol back so I can blow my brains out? No. No, you may not. We're keeping that... We got these security terminals here. Aside from PCB hacking into them, is there anything else that we can see on this stuff that is useful to us? So yeah, you actually hadn't gone into the security room yet in the computer hub. It's mostly storage and databases and things like that. You don't think there's anything more you could get here compared to what you already found in the office systems. Okay. But there is the uh, security room and uh, power generation in this hallway that you haven't explored yet. All right. They were on zero, zero, zero. (laughs) So we're going to go to security. All right, here we (laughs) go. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> I think zip tie them is the, the best yeah. way to go. Yeah, cool. Abandon me on the station so I can starve to death. Sounds good. Relax. We'll be back. Embrace the vacuum. You're the nihilist. <laughs> you go to security. You know, along one wall, there's a large desk with keyboards and controls and a bank of monitors on the wall. Most of them kind of stutter and you know static. They come in and out of operation. But yeah, if you want to try to operate the system, you certainly can. I'd ask for some kind of a technology-related role. I'm just going to observe and watch the monitors and see if I can track any movement on any of them. I mean, it makes sense to me that Matt would, you know, try to do a hacker fix on these as well. Sure. So before Matt rolls, if anybody wants to assist, now's the time to say so. Look, PCB, I know uh, we got into an argument earlier, but uh, I do trust you and you know, I think that you're the man for the job here. <laughs> we got to find Septima. Maybe these security cameras have anything. Uh, I'm putting my faith in you, buddy. Ares is watching you. That was a, an attempted lead or inspire. Actually, you know oh, what? Okay. I, have, I have an ability. I have leadership dice. Oh, yeah, you have leadership dice, yeah. Have a D6, sir. Cool. Thank you. So I roll uh, D6 plus D20 plus two then, right? You got it, yep. Okay, let's do it. 15. Nice. You log into the uh, system here and you manage to kind of stabilize and isolate a few of the screens there. You see throughout the base a pretty consistent motif of electronics just completely failing and acting erratically. You see one room that's labeled production, which is down one of the you know two main branches, and you see a bunch of mining equipment. There's a laser drill that's kind of powering up and shooting into a nearby wall and a drill that's kind of lazily spinning around. And there's some printers in production that are shooting out random gray cubes and things like that. But then you also see 
a room called Armory. And you see a large chamber here, and there's a bank of Schedule II printers. So these are the big mech size printers in each corner. Each of these printers are currently active in different stages of assembling new mechs. You see eight gray, freshly printed mechs standing in the center of the room in a tidy formation. Near the far wall, beside a bank of computer terminals, you see a handful of bodies on the ground. Most look like human raiders, but one is unmistakably Vic Rickards. Oh, no. It's hard to tell the status through the grainy security footage, but you don't see any movement from the bodies on the floor. At the terminals themselves, you see two figures. Uh, one is Septima 7G, currently sat on the ground, slumped against the terminals. And there's a tangled mess of cables coming out of her head and into the computer bank. Beside her, fussing over the keyboard, is a very plain subaltern droid typing away at the computer. And we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this episode of The House of Bob. If you're enjoying the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, tell a friend, or uh, hit us up on social media. We're at The House of Bob on most platforms. Let us know how you're enjoying this campaign and this system. It's new to us, and we're, we're getting used to it, but we're having fun. If you'd like to support the show financially, consider uh, stopping by our Patreon. We've got bonus content like uh, monthly bonus recordings and one-shots and zines and a monthly blog post, and there's a ton of content on that site now. I'd like to thank our current patrons. That's Patrick Jackson, The Pink Pastor, Gary Theobald, Oliver Grigsby, Garbanzo, Jacob Hansen, D. Chan, Cameron Moose, Eli, Annette, Bruno Returns, Thomas Kuhlman, Mortimer Thunderbrush, Ben Carter, Connor McCollum, Podrig, Hegarty, Brandon Knox, Team Eamon, Pavel Lashin, Christine Braille, Tom Inns, Elias Anderson, Mark Boykin, Jessica Colton, Scooter Emerson, Tyler K, Josh, Keith Adet, Luck at 12, Tom Wesley, Jessica, Kieran Duffy, Mike from Tales in the Glass Guard World, Sylvia Douglas, and Luke Conroy. Our work for this episode was by Jake at Javix, audio production by Alex, Bastronomic Audio, and the music was by Duke Albert, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day. Roll on. And you see this individual. (laughs) Does it matter that Dan's uh, Riverside has a big red uh, warning sign on it? Oh, it might. Someone someone peeing peeing? or is that running water? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot do anything about it. Just wait for the pipes Uh, to clear out. (laughs) Yeah. Septima. Who is who is this? That's uh, Vic's NHP. Oh, right. Thank you, man. You're welcome. <laughs> I paid attention to the mission brief. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike some people. <laughs> <laughs>